Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Alex Finn. Y'all just missed my 90-day fiancé recap rant. If you're lucky, Daniel will put it in the bloopers. Stace Babcock. Or if you're unlucky. Everybody loves a rant recap. <laughs> and Samson Davis. So where that conversation went reminds me, have you guys heard Oten Garfunkel's song, Fuck Me in the Ass Because I Love Jesus? <laughs> yeah, I believe that its alternative title is The Loophole. Yes. Oh, it's yeah. A, it's a very good song. That is related to the conversation we were having. Mm-hmm. Stace looks confused. I also recommend Oats and Garfunkel. Just yeah. their comedy music group. They're fantastic. They're very good. They have a TV show. They did. Yeah. I think they've also just starred in different things. Mm. Yeah, they're pretty busy actors. Especially Kate Micucci. She's a very busy voice actor. Yeah, so that's what we talk about, listeners, when we're not actively recording. Stuff like that. Okay. So, who remembers what happened last time? Oh, hold on. You forgot that we're Dice Philly. It's a diehard dice. Hey, listeners. I did? Oh, my God. What? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, you did. That's right, listeners. If you use our our personal code, floors wanted, unless it's changed, so check the show notes. But if you use our personal code on your order at the end of when you uh, clicked on all the dice that you want, you can get 10% off your order, and then we get a little bit, a little, uh, little gift from Die Hard Dice. And you, you get some fantastic dice. Because Die Hard Dice makes good dice. Go get some good dice. Support us. Support the lovely people at Die Hard Dice with our offer code. 10% off your order. Thank you to Die Hard Dice for supporting our show. So, who remembers what happened last time? I'm going to pick on Dice. Last time on Explorers Wanted, Dilly was riding an ostrich along with Vlad and Stannis. Dilly had a hard time riding said ostrich, and so... Seated control to are ostriches just weird enough to exist in the ninth world? Is that are they just like exactly like <laughs> our they, ostriches? Well, they did look like they had run through a Crayola factory, so they're just like multicolored strangeness, and they have big spines on their head. But in essence, in essence, it's there. Humans, ostriches, and octopus. I mean, they're they're like ostriches because I didn't want them to be emus because you can't really tame emus, right? See the emu war that happened in Australia where the emus won, <laughs> which is wild. I have to look that up. So, yeah. So these ostrich, tie-dye ostrich creatures, Dilly was having a hard time, so ceded control to Aster for the purposes of being able to ride an ostrich. And they were heading back toward the Proving Ground or the vicinity of Willem's Foe or wherever they're going. Exactly. Um, then we cut over to Cha-Cha. It was like, oh, shit, Gma's not here where I thought she was going to be. She's disappeared, so I better follow her. So, Cha-Cha, did that happen before or after Nix's? This happened first, right? So then Cha-Cha was, like, heading towards where Nix was being kept and, and finding her way there. And then we cut over to Nix. Mm-hmm. Oh, as Chacha was coming over, she saw that those like super elite Navarine guards were also pushing their way inside. Of course, Bastion is just like killing people left and right. So it's just utter chaos. So Chacha decides to follow Jima during this chaos. And then we cut over to Nyx, who is like inside of her cell. Jima's like, let me in. And Nyx is like, not by the hair of my chinny chin chin, unless you bring me my leg. Mm. And yeah. And so basically, Nix hasn't actually said, I promise I won't cause any trouble and I will take you to my parents in key. But essentially the deal, the perceived deal here is that Nix is going to leave with Jima to preserve her own life and lead Jima to her parents, which does not sound like something Nix is actually going to do. And then, so Nix is like, hey, Jima, I'll consider this if you go get my leg. Jima goes and gets the leg. While she's getting the leg, she encounters Cha-Cha who was sneaking around underneath the kitchen, also trying to find Nyx. As soon as Cha-Cha sees Jima, she ducks into this other storage room, finds like six or seven of the teleportation plates, six of which have family symbols on them, and one of which is blank. She grabs them up. She talks to Jima, talks Jima into letting her help carry Nyx's stuff, and then also to come see Nyx as well. Uh, they they haul all of Nyx's stuff back to Nyx. Nyx has her leg back, her small possessions, excepting her artifacts and ciphers. And 
You sound so bitter. (laughs) (laughs) They start to head out, the three of them. Hubert II is back and already nuzzling Nyx. And Nyx starts to break the plates because she views them as bad, uh, which would make sense. But Cha-Cha hears blood-curdling mortal screams. And so Nyx stops breaking them and puts them in her backpack. Then we cut back to Dilly, who... You guys see Buddy Cop, right? Is that what happened? Yep. Yeah. See Buddy Cop racing towards the Proving Ground. And Aster's like, that's vermin. And Dilly's like, maybe we should check it out, though, anyway. Or whatever. Uh, and then Vlad got involved. And then Aster tore Vlad's heart out. And that's where we ended the lols. Yeah. So, Dilly, you are standing there with Vlad's heart in your hand as his body slumps and falls off of his ostrich creature. Yeah, so first thing I guess what happens is Dilly comes back into control of his body with like a gasp and then in shock that Vlad is dead and is he is now holding a heart, Dilly gets bounced off of the ostrich that I assume is still running. Yeah, actually evens or odds. Um odds. Stace roll die. Tell me if you get even or odd. Eighteen. Okay. Yeah, the both the mounts, like, you get thrown off the mount, and both those mounts go running off into the wilderness. Uh, yeah, so Dilly flies off into, I don't know, something hard, maybe. Yep. And I think... And at this point, you can hear Stannis turning around, screaming, Dilly, flood! I think Dilly is in shock for, at least until uh, Stannis comes by. Because, sorry, listeners, I don't really know how to handle watching yourself tear somebody's heart out. And I don't think Dilly does either, so... That's fair. And in my experience, it takes like two or three times to get used to it. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. It's all the blood, right? It's just... It's more than you think. I imagine. It's... Yeah, it's that. It's, it's more than you think. A little grislier than you expect it to be. Yeah, so Dilly is, <laughs> for the moment, blue-screened. So, all this to say, when Stannis comes around, I assume she finds Dilly somewhat easily... If Aster wants to take control again, I don't think Dilly is in his right mind to fight it. I think Aster's got what he wants, so Aster's not doing anything. That's even worse. Are you still holding the heart? I imagine when Dilly hit the ground, it probably fell out of his hands. So then Stannis comes up on you. She kind of, like, steadies her mouth, and she's like, Dilly, what have you done? (laughs) It was Aster. I didn't didn't do it. It was Aster. The Aster... And I think Dilly gets stuck on what to say. Give me a social roll of 15. I'm only going to put in the automatic free level of effort I get for intellect rolls. So 12, 18. Wow. Stannis looks at you and says, I, I can't believe it. Um, Dilly, why? He was he was your mentor, man. I don't know. I don't... Esther, why did you? Why? Why was this necessary? There was no threat. There's no reason. Why did you do this? Dead silence. Dilly, give me a insight type roll of 15. Reveal of effort, bring it to 12. Natural 20. Hello. The silence, and I'll let you propose a major effect in a moment, Mm -hmm. the silence is not it's not a belligerent silence. It's not a I'm not going to answer silence. It's almost a guilty silence. What would you propose as a major effect? Oh, fuck. Um, a major effect on an insight role in this situation. I think the only thing that would make sense that I would want to know about is having lived in the same brain as Aster for so long, Dilly gets more insight, like can kind of intuit where the guilt is coming from more specifically. Aster knows he went too far. And not in the, like, I went too far and Dilly's going to be mad at me way. When Aster realizes he overreacted in a way that he can't just take back. Aster knows he did something wrong. But the notion of apologizing is very alien to Aster. (laughs) So you get the feeling the silence is because Aster literally doesn't know what to say right now. He knows that Nothing he can say will make it okay. Yeah. And he doesn't know how to feel about that. I think, for sure, Dilly is, like, at first, like, gearing up to, like, scream at him. Like, 
give in to anger, but then feeling or intuiting what this silence means, Dilly is kind of struck by, like, a relentless reaper feels guilty. That's pretty fucking wild. And then the deeper emotions that you described. So I think after a very long silence... Incidentally, while the silence is going on, Stannis has dropped from her mouth and is over Vlad's body, weeping at the loss of a comrade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Dilly finally picks himself up, goes over to Stannis, but kind of keeps his distance. Like, there's a solid, like, 15, 20 feet between... He keeps mm-hmm. a 15, 15, 20 feet distance from Stannis and says, I know this is a lot to ask right now, but there's a creature and... Dilly points in the direction that um, he last saw the buddy cop monstrosity. There's a giant creature. I don't know what it is, but it's moving towards where I think, I assume Nick still is. It's still moving towards the Proving Ground. I know it's a lot to ask, but please, please beat it to the Proving Grounds. Go try to warn Nyx. Try to warn Chacha if she's there. Please. This is going to be a very difficult social role, Dilly. Yep. This is going to be a 24 social roll. Ow! All right. Going to put four levels of effort into this. Four, one, 18, 15, 12. I mean, Stannis is a guardian, but you've gotten the impression that they've known each other for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Four levels of effort brings it to a 12, correct? Yes. All right. 17. Stannis says, he, he deserves a burial. He deserves so much more than what happened. You have no idea... What this man gave up for humanoid kind. Oh, Jesus. I don't. I don't. I don't think I ever will. But you and, like, there's this ragged vehemence in her voice. as She says, you couldn't. The things this man has faced and given up, the fights he's taken on, she kind of grits her teeth, for you... And your friends? Dilly just quietly nods. I know. I know. And I think I need to ask you to take on more, because that creature is probably going to try to hurt them. I just... Please beat it, because I don't think I can be around anybody, possibly ever again. So, Dilly, give me an intellect roll. This is going to be a... It's a cognitive task, Mm -hmm. but it is remembering details, so you balance each other out there. At a 15. Do two levels of effort. So that's a nine. Nine. Oh, eight. You feel like there was something important, an important detail there, but you can't pull it together. An important detail in what Stannis said or what I said or what? In the whole situation, there's something like your mind, like you have that feeling like you were almost about to connect two dots. Damn. And then it's gone. It's something important, but it's gone. Uh, Samson will remember that for later. Stannis looks at you with red-rimmed eyes and says, It's like you and your friends destroy everything you touch. And in Dilly's silence in that, we cut back over to Nyx and Cha-Cha. Yeah, yeah. Kima is leading you out of this, or kind of ushering you out of this building. You guys can see travelers in combat with Queen's guards, and it doesn't seem to be an easy idea of who's winning. Even with Nyx, you were surprised to see there are even some Pathfinders out there. And the Queen's Guards, while they're they're not, like, dominating or anything like that, they're holding their own against the Pathfinders. Does Nyx see anyone, like, Josa or Heyu, or... You don't see Josa or Heyu, but I will offer you an XP. Oh, yeah. Who will you give the other one to? Samson, because my heart's going out to Dilly. <laughs> Amongst the Queen Guards... You see those two nobles you were spying on before. And the short one points out and says, I see her. I see Nyx. And three of the Queen's guards turn in your direction. (laughs) Nyx just grins a little bit insanely at at Cha-Cha. And she doesn't move much. (laughs) She actually just sort of leans on whatever the nearest thing is. Yeah. Gemma's like, time to get going. And Nyx will keep moving. But she's hurt. (laughs) So. Mm Mm-hmm. Chacha's following, and she's just like, oh my god, what is happening? What is happening? Yeah. Nix, you hear Jima's whisper in your ear. I want to see some of that legendary traveler's stamina. I know you're hurt, but you better move faster than this if you want to live through tonight. 
All right, Nyx will put some pep in her step. Okay. Give me a might roll of nine. Could I could I argue some application of fleet of foot instead and spend the speed points? Yes, if you want to spend speed points instead. Okay. Um, I think given that you're still like hindered and everything like that, we're still talking a nine. If you want to spend the additional speed point to push it up to what would normally be long distance, I will give you a free an asset essentially on this check of nine and you can spend minor speed from that nyx will just use her one free level of my effort to make it a nine that's the most point efficient thing for nyx to do okay 12 okay so you pick up the speed jima does not decide you're more trouble than you're worth ouch you guys are making your way towards the edge of the Proving Grounds. Now, obviously, you guys are not headed towards one of the normal exits from the Proving Grounds because that's where the Queen's Guard is coming in. And a smart location will have choke points for entry in order to make it easier to defend. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you guys are reaching one of the walls that, you know, Nyx went over first before. And Jima says, over and off we go. <laughs> Nick like, leans on the wall. <laughs> For like half a second and then stretches her hands up to grab the top <laughs> mm -hmm. might need a boost <laughs> is cha-cha giving a boost or is cha-cha making her own way over yeah cha-cha's just like yeah ready okay so with a boost nix it's gonna be a six uh nix is trained in climbing so three four okay nix you get over the side cha-cha i assume you're going to climb as well e. okay so that's a nine and then you are training climbing, mm -hmm. so it's a six. I got a nine. Okay, so you get over just fine. Jima is there within moments of you, Cha Cha. Once, like, it seems clear that once she saw for sure that you were going over the side, like, she was over there and she came down at virtually the same time you did. And she points off into the dark of the surrounding woods and says, That way. Oh, yeah. Nick uh, stumbles in that direction. She's trying to move quick. As you guys are still in that direction, you hear, for the most part, it's silent for the first part of the running. But after a little bit, you hear, again, it's so hard to hear where she is at any given time. The thing that you have an advantage on, Nyx, is that you can feel the heat Ooh, yeah. of her body temperature. But you hear Jima's voice, again, conversational, not overly loud, not a whisper. The note was a good ploy. Definitely upset the nobles for a bit. Thank you. I uh, I was trying to cause some trouble. You did. They could have made a real mess of things had you not done that. Oh, what do you mean? They probably would have tried their approach earlier, and the travelers would have probably beaten them back quite easily. But then all the rest of this chaos. Well, I mean, yeah. It... Whatever monsters roaming the grounds. Uh, yeah, invisible monsters. That's uh, nuts. Daniel, Nix is pretty injured. Mm -hmm. Nyx is still resisting sleep. Mm -hmm. I want to know how long she can continue to do this. Well, it's funny you mention that because I'm just about to ask you to roll for Ooh, that. How exciting. So you guys are effectively kind of running for your life. I'm not going to make Cha-Cha roll for this because Cha-Cha is trained in running and is not in any way, yeah. shape or form injured. Yeah. But Nyx has been through the shit. So I think it is a... 12 before your hindrance, which is a 15. Is might? It's probably might, unless you have a really good argument for something else. Nope, I'll just use that free, free level of might speed to make it back to a 12. There's really nothing else I got or can spend. Seven. Nix, you suddenly find yourself having a hard time breathing and you trip and fall. Oh, fuck. This is not the time to be playing dead, Nix. We've got to move. Not dead. Almost dead. Okay, well, we need to move, okay? I'd rather not have to just take your face as proof of bounty. <laughs> oh, fuck. Doesn't matter what kills me. Get up, Nyx. And Nyx is clearly trying to get up. Okay. Can Chacha help? Chacha can definitely help. Okay. I mean, with Chacha's help, Nyx can definitely stand up. And Jima is there and says, You were a good friend to Italia when you were little, but I need you to get your shit together next. A lot harder for you to get your boon if I die. That's true. But that boon is my key to making a safe return for Italia. Are you sure that she wants to come back? 
Atalia is as far away from the steadfast as she can be right now. She's as far away from knowledge as she can be right now. I want her to come back and be able to live the life that she wanted to live. Then you'll tell her it was because you uh, aren't being my parents in for execution or not? Of course not. I love my granddaughter. I don't want to cause her harm. But I need you to understand right now that I will do anything to protect her from the consequences of your actions. Damn! Uh, sorry, Juma. Are you, like, thinking that maybe, like, Italia didn't know what was going on or, like, didn't make her own choices throughout? Or did you just disagree with those choices and so, like, it's easier to blame me? All I know is that while Italia was going down a questionable path, a dangerous path, it was still one that was navigable. It was still one that could have gotten her free. And then she met you again, and all her opportunities went away. And Nyx, all those opportunities for her went away. But you're still a Sladek. And that means that I am hunted to the ends of the earth, so... It means, Nyx, that your legacy and every affordance has been offered for your success. And your failures... And any failures you drag your friends into are purely from your own poor decision. Yo, listen, Jima, you seem... everything no. else was set up for you. Jima, you seem to be misunderstanding some of this situation. Like, Atalia was in it as deep as the rest of us. And as a matter of fact, she's the one who got us in even deeper. She's the one who grabbed the artifact in front of the handlers and in front of the Nixos. And, and we saved her ass... So, you know what, Jima? Your your granddaughter might not even be alive if it weren't for... I killed for your granddaughter more than once. She was already on her own path. And if you couldn't see that, Jima, well, you weren't paying attention. Okay, so give me a social roll of 18. You're specialized. So that is a 12. Yeah, I got nothing. It's doable. Yeah, no. You might be able to do it. <sighs> Megatron, Megatron, I am going to spend this XP. <laughs> Because I was one. Uh, <laughs> geez. All right. This time. Are you spending any effort with this, by the no. way? No. Okay. That's a 12 flat, though. So on the second roll. Okay. I want to say that Nyx just like looks at Jima with like big eyes. <laughs> Puppy snake eyes. Puppy snake eyes. <laughs> Jima looks at you. And for most, she's got that look of somebody that she's looking at you. And you've got that look like she doesn't know whether to hit you or hug you. Aww. And she says, Atalia is a complicated girl. She didn't have an easy life, but I need you. And like, you can see, like, you can hear her knuckles popping as her fist clenches. And she says, but you didn't make it any easier. Am I apportioning more blame to you than I should? Maybe. But all I know is that the Crown and the Nixos are after her because of her connection to you. I've done everything I can with the Handlers. All I know, Nix, whether it's all your fault or not, our family was torn apart by your return. And my only way of putting things back together again is that boon. Well then, Jima... And Nyx is going to drop down, turn knees, and look up at her. You might as well do it now, then. Take my face, flip my throat, because I am not going to help you find my parents. Otelia, I miss her. Yeah, well, maybe you won't. Maybe you won't break. But your friends might. They would have to know. Don't play games with me, Nyx. I'm not the one playing games, Jima. You have the subtlety of a mean in a tea house. Then you know I'm telling the truth. Your friends know where your parents went. So you... How long do you think your friend Cha-Cha will last? <laughs> How long do you think your friend Dilly will last if I find him? Do you want to make this easy on your friends? Or do you want to do more damage? What do you think that they know? I think they know where your family is. As far as Nix knows, they actually doubt. Like, Nix isn't trying to lie, necessarily. Okay, so Nix can feel like that's the case. They absolutely do know that your parents are in key. That's all we know, but we know key. But doesn't Jima already know that? Jima doesn't know where your family is. Oh, I thought she said key. Mm, I don't think so. 
Where she did it was me speaking when I shouldn't have. As far as I know, there's been no Because I think uh, Nick so, mentioned it last app, but only because Nick thought Jima already knew, had already yeah, said. Nick has said it out loud, for sure. Oh. But that was a player error. I don't want that to be Nix's error if Jima didn't actually know. I thought Jima had said. So I don't think Jima would have known that. And I think that given that Nix is trained in intrigue, even though Nix is honest to a fault, I think Nix would have known that Jima did not know where your parents were. Oh, then she's lying. <laughs> because that's something that only only the group, the immediate group of you and Mama J and presumably other members of the Guardians would have known. Okay, so... That being said, it's quite possible there would be enough clues in your journal to lead the travelers to that conclusion, but at least Josa has not indicated such. There's only, uh, only one person knows... Now next is lying. The person who uh, helped me. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, then give me a deception roll. I am definitely going to hinder you in oh. this. So, and Gma is very perceptive. So it's an 18, Jeez. which is hindered, which is a 21. So a 15. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. That 20. Nice. Okay. So she's going to believe you. What will you propose as a major effect? I mean, how major can I get? Because what I want is for Jima to... He loves you again. Think about killing Nyx and not be able to go through with it. I want her feelings to stop her. Because Nyx is having this grand splay down on her knees right now. Okay, so I think at this point, Jima grabs you by your hair. Your green prehensile hair. <laughs> Nyx hisses out of breath. And before you even know it, there is a knife at your throat. And she says, who else? No one. You said one other. Well, besides them, Jima, I thought you meant besides them. No, I need to know who's the other person. Oh, yeah, no, you'll just have to kill me. She looks at now. At this point, Cha-Cha, you can see that they're not running anymore. They're behind you. <laughs> and Jima has her knife to Nix's throat. Cha-Cha's going to turn around and, like, slowly approach the situation. And she'll be like, um, what? The situation is neutral. <laughs> She's going to slowly approach and just kind of, I guess, go on with the... So, uh, what's happening now? Nyx won't tell me who else knows where her parents are. Nyx is making massive, like, shut the fuck up, cha-cha. Not massive, but like subtle, shut the fuck up, cha-cha gestures. (laughs) I feel like Nyx must be pretty good at this. Uh, at that at this point mm-hmm. it's more of like yeah a- I, I think it's fair especially since this is coming off a natural 20 I think it is quite it should it would only be fair if Chacha understands clearly what's going on here at least what Nix is trying to communicate in the shut the fuck up don't say a word <laughs> Chacha's not gonna say a word she's just gonna kind of be like okay alright Nix have it your way and she reaches into a pocket and she pulls out something you can barely see but in that moment you recognize it Nix it's a shard of ceramic that was laying on the floor of your cell. And she jabs it into you between your ribs. Ew. Oh, no. So you'll take two my damage. Ow. <laughs> she puts it in Nix's mouth? Between your ribs. Oh, between oh. her ribs. Oh. I thought you said between I her heard, lips. I heard lips, too. <laughs> I was like, and then what? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Careless whispers? <laughs> yeah. I was like, Nick swallows. Shoves it between your ribs. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Not cool, Jima. She's like, sometimes we have to compromise. Get moving. And at this point, cut back to Dilly. Dilly. <sighs> Stannis is in front of you. I need you to think about what you're going to do. After a long silence, not really knowing how to respond to what uh, Stannis just said, Dilly will say, I know, but Nixon and Chacha at least deserve a second chance. Please give it to him. I'm so torn, Samson, because I'm torn between the desire to have you do a social role for this versus draw a card. Oh, draw a card. Come on. Okay. Yes. I assume this is good for you. I don't know. Angel. Oh, that sounds nice. Uh-huh. Non-biblical angel. I was just saying, unless it's... Judgment, safety, assistance, light, justice. Thanos looks at you for a moment tears in her eyes and her face hardens and she says maybe they do although you get the impression that you are not included in that grouping yep 
Dilly is very aware and kind of agrees at the moment. What did you say you saw? Uh, giant creature, kind of made of shadow and fire, and Dilly will just casually, like, flick his wrist, and there will be a kind of miniature version of what Dilly saw off to his left. He frowns and says, It's different, it's bigger, but it looks like one of the things that's beyond the door. The door didn't open. Well, it's here now. Please help them. She stands up, and she looks at Vlad and says, You deserved better than this. And she reaches down to his right arm and cuts a small length of skin from his arm, which you would recognize as the place on your arm where the fire originally touched you. And she takes it. You can see her sort of holding back a sort of a response in disgust. And she puts it into a pouch at her waist. She hops up on her mount, looks at you and says, might as well get on, Dilly. No, no, I'm not. I'm not coming with. I don't think I should be around people ever. Dilly, that wasn't an offer. I wasn't asking. I was telling. You don't get to vanish off into the night after this. Effectively, Stannis, I don't want to hold your heart in my hand as well. So please save people worth saving. And go. Shakes her head. Thought you were guardian, Dilly. Protecting a lot of people by staying by myself. Dilly, make a speed defense roll of 15, please. Okay. I'm not adding to that. Seven. She pulls out a dart thrower and fires at you. It hits. Mm -hmm. You'll take two my damage, and you're starting to feel woozy. Please make a might defense roll of 15. Um, adding nothing to it. Two. Dilly, you fall unconscious. Um, in the last moments of consciousness, uh, Stannis will hear Dilly just mumble, You idiot! And then he collapses. And the camera shows Stannis turning on her mount and heading in the direction of the Proving Grounds. <laughs> Leaving Dilly behind? And Dilly, yes. Shit. And Dilly, you hear as you're falling unconscious of a saying, I may have overstepped, Father, but at least I made a choice. And as Stannis disappears into the forest, a shroud of shadow bursts around Dilly as he stands back up. Yep. <laughs> oh, shit. Cha-cha. Hi. So you've seen this all go down with Nyx and Jima. Jima has lowered her knife. So, so Jima just, like, shanked Nyx? Yeah, she shanked Nyx with something. Does, does Nyx look okay? And then she looks at both of you and says, Keep running. You, you, you just stabbed her, and you want her to run? She's run through worse. Uh, um, Nyx, do you want me to, like, get on your back and try and fix this? A little, little help would be nice, Cha-Cha. Nyx, at about this point, it's about 90 minutes from when you ate that Pathfinder. Oh, no? And suddenly, all your pools are full. Oh, yes. Yeah, there are no longer any open wounds on your body. Imagine a oh, little, no. the little piece of uh, a plate just like <laughs> falls out of her <laughs> ribs, just like. Except it doesn't. Oh, it stays inside. It stays inside. Oh, it's healed around it. Oh. Oh. It's there. It's embedded in your tissue. Nick's like looks down at herself, and she like pats herself down, and then she brushes her hands off and stands up. She's like, "All right, this way," and start running. <laughs> so you guys start running. You guys run until close to dawn, when Jima indicates that it's probably safe to stop and take a rest. Uh, Jima, you you uh, I just want to make sure like we're clear that like I'm not gonna help you like find my parents. <sighs> But Chasha should have not have brought it up. Like, we're traveling together. Sure you won't. Sure you won't. Okay. All right. So we're in like this. Look at Chacha. Where's Nix's parents? I don't remember. It's been a while. It's definitely a lie. So give me a deception roll of 18. I mean, technically it has been a while. So I, Alex doesn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Gma does not have to defeat Nick. She just has to defeat the slowest buffalo in the herd. Or I know. <laughs> But we're going to Chacha's like those baboons who will keep silent when they see the apex 
predator approaching so the other animals don't get alerted to the apex predator. Mm. So this is going to be intelligence? Yes. So I'm going to definitely use a free level of effort to bring it down to a 50. I'm going to... Should I use two levels of effort? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, let's use two levels of effort. (laughs) Okay, so that brings it down to a 12. Mm Mm-hmm. One second, I'm mental mathing. I got a 14. Suck it. Chacha's good at lying, kind of, not really. Okay. Yuma says, that's unfortunate, Chacha. That makes things more complicated. I mean, a lot of things have happened since we left. I can now upgrade people, as you have seen. I've noticed. Thank you for that. I've accidentally released something into the universe that probably shouldn't have been. You th- mm. But I did not open the door. And I think I deserve, like, a Cha-cha. high five. Cha-cha. Yes. It's the door, Cha-Cha. I don't know. It's a door. <laughs> That's, once again, a lot. <laughs> So that's an 18. Free level of effort. Well, for Chacha, is that really a lie or is that just how she sees it? It's just like, yeah, it's a fucking door. It's totally a lie. It's still a lie. Chacha has a lot of information. Chacha has had a lot of weird information and Chacha is strange in general, but Chacha is not stupid. I mean... (sighs) Buddy Cop was pretty clear in the season finale about what the door meant. I mean... (laughs) But was Chacha listening? Yeah, was Chacha slash Alex listening? <laughs> ADHD says no. <laughs> no, I was. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. <laughs> um, I got an 18. Okay. So she says, huh, it's interesting. I mean, just open doors and you'll find a door. Or don't. These are all technical tricks. You all might as well get some sleep. You want a split watch? I'm fine. I find I have lots of energy these days. You're welcome. Thanks for that, Cha-Cha. I mean, if you want, we could try round four. You've got some pretty good luck. I'll pass for now. All right, well, good night. (laughs) Yeah, so she sits on the fallen log and waits for you guys to go to sleep. And she murders us. Dilly, you see yourself walking through the brush. There's a lot of dissociation. You realize that you have not been in control at all. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to go so far as to say, Dilly, you have tried to reassert control several times and been unable to. Yeah. And this figure approaches the spot over in the Proving Grounds. And what you find is utter devastation. Buildings torn open, corpses everywhere. The ground itself gouged out. And you hear Aster's voice internally because Aster doesn't suffer from the same limitations you have. Mm-hmm. That says, it was already here. It did its damage. Our form is safe for now. I think for the moment, Dilly has given up on asserting control. So he will say, look through the bodies. See if they're here. And with that, kind of also project images of Cha-Cha and Nyx. Seems like a waste of time when we could be completing necessary upgrades. They are not a waste of time. You see, like, it's almost like a flash of Astra's memory. Again, it's Cha-Cha with a threat percentage that's really just question marks. Mm-hmm. And Nyx with her threat percentage floating above. Multiple threat percentages because it's fluctuated a bit in the time that you've known her. I suppose it would be good to confirm that a threat has been neutralized. There's no, like, words that come with this, but I think Astra would at least sense, like, kind of a prickliness come from Dilly, but Dilly doesn't say anything explicitly. If you want to get to the Foundry Father, it's not going to be found through childish attachments. And Dilly, all of a sudden, you are very much in control of your body. Astra has relinquished control. I think Dilly kind of collapses to his knees. I imagine the fatigue from riding the ostriches and walking for a long time. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. His legs are jelly. Let's let's represent that mechanically by saying, like, six smite points away. Okay. So, yeah, Dilly kind of falls to his knees, legs just pure jelly at the moment. And after taking a few breaths, Dilly will say, You ever call me father again, I will put this through my heart. And Dilly will squeeze the hilt of the existence knife. And then Dilly will try to pick himself back up and then start walking through the wreckage looking for uh, Cha-Cha and Nix's bodies, hoping to not find them. We are 
but we are. And there's a long pause, and then the voice concludes. Adilbrim. Dilly doesn't respond, but just keeps looking. Okay. Dilly, give me a intellect roll of nine. Is this a cognitive memory kind of roll? Or? Nah, we won't hinder you on this for this particular thing. All right. Free level of effort gives me a six. I rolled, I rolled an eight. Okay, so you search through the bodies down there. You do not see anyone you recognize among the bodies. Okay. Except for a few of the Queen's guards. I mean, you recognize not necessarily individuals, but just because you guys snuck up on the camp, you recognize a few of those bodies. Mm-hmm. All right. Then once he is fairly confident, Chacha and Nyx aren't here. He's going to try to follow the wreckage and see it like if this creature has like left a trail of destruction that's easy enough to follow. Mm. There is a very obvious trail of destruction. <laughs> All right. It heads off to the southeast. Southeast. Okay. Which is not the direction Gmon and company are going. Dilly doesn't know. Right. It's definitely not the direction to get to Key. Yeah, that's true. All right. Dilly kind of talks to out loud to himself, not necessarily to Aster, but I think um, part of his limitation now, he just kind of like talks to himself sometimes out loud. Mm-hmm. I think he'll say, this creature is probably following Chacha, because I imagine that's, if it is, uh, as Stannis said, one of the creatures that came from the other side of the door, probably here for Chacha, because Chacha can see them. So let's see if this boy can lead us there. And Dilly will start kind of <laughs> waddling, because it's been leg day all day, following after okay. uh, I'm going to draw a card, actually, because I want to check something. Sure, yeah. So I drew Revolutionary. Does Dilly get dick abs as well? Hell yeah. Be awesome. Lust, sexuality, change, and destruction. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah, Dilly. (laughs) Dilly kind of shuffles his undercarriage. just like, this is not appropriate. I didn't need this right now. (laughs) 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 Dilly's walking along the dead bodies and goes from six to midnight. <laughs> it was the tranquilizer. It's do it's it's not it's not me. I'm not into this. <laughs> yeah. Dilly, you are walking through this and you sense a heavy silence around you. A heavy silence. Dilly will pull his illusion around him, kind of shadow him and try to silence his immediate his like footsteps and stuff and try to I guess at one point quickly dart underneath what I imagine is like a felled tree that's kind of leaning against mostly upright tree. Mm-hmm. So I think you probably theoretically think about what Vlad probably had to do with Lachlan in order to be invisible. How he had to sort of negate sounds by creating their opposite frequency. Yeah. yeah. And you do that. And after a long moment, you hear a voice in your head that says, I'm sorry. For what? Specifically. I overreacted in the moment. I was trying to stop our movement, and I did something excessive. And I did not mean to hurt you. This is so beautiful. I I love it. I'm glad somebody's enjoying this. Uh, We're all gonna die, but it's gonna be beautiful. (laughs) It's hard for me to trust you for many reasons, so... Can you tell me that's not just a miscalculation you're remorseful about? I... There's a long pause. And Dilly, you get the impression that there's a pat answer here that Aster is trying to avoid. What's a pat answer? Something that's sort of like a... Not necessarily untrue, but a very standard, like, flippant, but correct answer. Oh, okay, okay. I understand that it's more than just a miscalculation. I did not mean to hurt you. Well, you did a lot more than that, and that's going to be something you carry for however long you're around. And I think once if Dilly is sure that there's no external threat, Dilly will keep moving along the path of destruction. There's just silence in their head. Again, not belligerent. Just the sense that Astrid has no idea what to say. Mm-hmm. Then I think Dilly will just take a brief moment to enjoy being alone with his thoughts for once. And it is relatively quiet in that respect. 
There's all sorts of other emotional tension, but at least in that respect, it is peaceful and undisturbed in a way that it has not been in a long time. Nix, you wake up at the fire, Jima is still awake, and you can see she's in the process of kicking dirt over the fire to put it out. And she looks over and says, you're up. Good. It's time to move. Something's coming. Nix will immediately look at Cha-Cha and make sure she's still with us, still okay. Cha-Cha's still okay. Sleep. A little bit of drool going down the cheek, but there. Nix reaches down cautiously. <laughs> she doesn't touch Cha-Cha. <laughs> Cha-Cha, wake up. <laughs> <laughs> Something's coming, Cha-Cha. We gotta go. Big or small. Jima? Or did she say something's big is coming already? Something's coming. She doesn't, she didn't say like big or small or anything like that. Size unknown, Cha-Cha. It's just if it's big, I know what it is and it's not going to be pretty. But like, I guess we go. That's right, because Cha-Cha hasn't even explained to Nick's what's coming. <laughs> what's, uh, what's going on, Cha-Cha? What, uh, what's new with you since I was captured? I saw the, and she like mouths door. Like, <laughs> Nick's like raises her eyebrows, but doesn't say anything. <laughs> and like, we, uh, so I was there with Bastion and Buddy Cop, and Buddy Cop's like, open the door. You owe me the favor. Open the door. And I was just like, should I open the door? And then Bastion was all like, hey, don't worry about it. If you do, it's good. If you don't, it's good. And instead, I brought Buddy Cop into existence. Didn't Buddy Cop, like, already exist? Yeah, but he was... You couldn't see him, but now you can. That'll be handy for, like, Um, punching him or whatever. No, no, no. No. (laughs) He's, like, a little too big and a little too angry. All right, well, if he's solid, right, Cha-Cha, we could... You don't think we could kill him? I mean, maybe if we grab Dilly, too. We should probably crow a toe in him. You know, tell him we're not still at the Traveler site with our secret code message we all agreed upon when we were like, hey. Oh, yeah. We were like, we'll try to leave like a sign, right? Yeah. And I said, use crow a toe in. It's something I always tell use when I move from a location that I'm supposed to be in. I mean, yeah, carve it up, but make it quick. Jima is uh, jumpy. Nick smiles at Jima. Yeah, by the way, unless you guys are trying to be exceptionally stealthy with this conversation, she's listening to the whole thing while she packs stuff up. No, Chacha's going to go carve Kurotoan into a tree. Okay. Nick smiles at Jima like nothing to see here. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry about it. Yeah. I hate to say this, but could we say that it's something else you're carving into a tree? I know it's a joke. But I also know that there are some white supremacists that have tried to adopt Croatoan for a thing. Oh. Oh, I had no fair. idea. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's good to know. Chat is just going to draw an arrow then, like this way. Yeah. <laughs> and then Nyx adds like a stick figure with fangs and then like just like a tinier stick figure. <laughs> yes. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. If it's okay, I think I might leave that in the episode to point out that we're aware of that. Okay. Yeah. Because I know we've mentioned it before, and it was fine as a one-off joke, but I wanted to bring it up. Oh, no, it's fine. How do you spell Croatoan? Because I've never heard of this. I don't know. So it's from, it's actually Croatoa from, no, Croatoan or whatever. It's from that. Roanoke, right? Yeah, Lost Colony of Roanoke. Yeah, Lost Colony of Roanoke. It's what was found carved in the trees left behind. Like, that's Um, one of the few traces people found of them. I just found it, like, weird. Yeah. And it's stupid that the white supremacists are grabbing that, but now they've grabbed it as some sort of image of, like, indigenous cultures wiping out a white settlement or something like that. Oh. Even though, like, all signs point to them just intermarrying with the local indigenous people. Okay. Well, dude, the white supremacists don't give a shit about that. They just, it's their new adopted thing. It's weird. Yeah. Incidentally, if you're a white supremacist and you listen to this podcast, you can just stop. Yeah, please right stop. Now. Please stop. Please give us back the time you've listened. Yeah, fuck off. The real point is is that if you're a white supremacist or a turf, fuck you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yes, you guys carve a message into a tree. And Jima is kind of, she doesn't seem to mind, but she ushers you on a little bit until you guys reach the edge of the forest. And she looks at Nix and says, where now? Uh, Charmond, yeah. I'm not stupid, Nix. 
Your parents aren't in Charmond. If there were, that would have found them by now. But, Jima, I already, like, I told you, I'm not going to help you find my parents. Like, I feel like you're not listening to me. Everyone starts off that way. And it's at this moment, Nyx, you feel a weird tingling in your torso where that piece of ceramic has stabbed into your body. (laughs) Nyx goes, excuse me. And there's a fizzy splash. And your mother is standing across from you. And she stands there in her nightdress and looks at you and says, Nix, they said your name. Uh, yeah. And that's where we'll end this episode. (laughs) Oh, my. (laughs) So, even though I know it's going to result in a little bit of double stuff with the player intrusion, I feel like I have to ask Samson for something about this episode. God, the whole thing, honestly. Oh, man. Like, the whole fucking Nix... Just like not giving Jima anything was fucking rad. Mm. Aster and Dilly not being okay like they ever were, but now it's definitely not okay. Mm-hmm. And that, I was just kind of like Cha Cha, just kind of like in my mind, she's just kind of like off to the side during all of this, just going, uh, just shrugging like the whole episode, which is kind of hokey, but sorry, it's the whole episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird. Cha Cha's in a weird like thing where she's dealing with like. There are definitely consequences to the decisions she made recently, <gasps> but she's been kind of stuck along this path where there's definitely bad shit happening with her friends, only one of which that she's aware of. <laughs> cool. Very cool. So we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions, where we recommend something that our listeners check out that we think they would really dig. This week, it is Samson's turn. Samson, what would you offer our listeners in XP to check out? I would offer our listeners an XP to check out a Vigi game called Blasphemous, currently available on all major consoles and PC. It is a side-scroll 2D Metroidvania, kind of a hack-and-slash platformer. Mechanically, I think it's a very standard kind of Metroidvania. It's competent. The platform is a little finicky, but it's fine. What I love about this game is the world and like the aesthetic it gives off. It has based all its lore, its art style on Spanish European Catholicism. Mm. So like all the enemies, all like the kind of major NPCs are like 1500s, like works of art, like dark age, like Spanish inquisition, heavily influenced by Catholicism in that era. And this all comes about because the story is that like in this place that kind of is Europe one day, the miracle capital m the miracle happened and what that did was manifested everybody's sins and virtue physically Mm. so some people suddenly just had like thorns sprouting out of all their orifices other people just like lost their skin and in that pain like became saints it's super fucked up super bizarre and fucking beautiful in its own grotesque way obviously if you're not a fan of blood and gore stay away from this one but if you like Guillermo del toro films like Mm -hmm. it's almost like that kind of vibe also if you recently watched encanto imagine like the exact opposite of that in terms of vibe Mm. it's just gorgeous one of the npcs is like the one you have to find like six times around the world and each time you find them you like get more health and when you do they like pull a sword one of six swords that's like through their chest it's all just gorgeous visuals just it's fantastic to look upon and the game's pretty good again standard metroidvania nothing to really comment on so if you like metroidvanias and you want one of the most different looking metroidvanias i've seen in a long time i would recommend blasphemous very cool also the developers are pretty cool because they keep putting out dlcs that give substantial content to the game and it's all for free so whoa yeah 20 bucks you get base game two i believe major dlcs at the moment one recently came out in end of November, early December. I can't remember. But yeah, highly recommend. It's also kind of hard, but it's not like that hard. But it, it does kind of get a little Souls-like. So if you're not super into hard games. I was say, you're a Dark Souls fanboy. So I hard am, for you might be very hard for others. That is part of the... Re- yeah. It's not terrible, I don't think. But it does kind of have that mindset. So if you're not super into hard games, maybe watch a playthrough or a Let's Play. But if any of this sounds interesting, gorgeous game, absolutely worth your time. I love the idea of like the like the people's like 
crimes or sins like being represented that way. Did you ever read Zoo City by Lauren Bucas? No. So she's a South African author and like she has this story about like it's in a world where whenever somebody has a crime that they feel immense guilt over, they end up getting sort of automatically this animal familiar that they can't be separated from. And it gives them some power, but it represents their sin in some way. Interesting. So the main character is a journalist being like enlisted to help track down some missing persons, but because she's also a recovering drug addict whose addiction resulted in her brother's death, like her, she's got this sloth familiar. Oh, that's fun. Anyway, it sounds like an awesome game. It is. I have nowhere near your skill for platformers, so it's probably not my thing, but it does sound awesome. Yep, that's fair. Uh, yeah. At least go check it out on YouTube. I'm sure there's plenty of Let's Plays. Highly, yeah. very gorgeous game. Beautiful pixel art. So if people wanted to tell us about Blasphemous or what they think about the podcast, how would they do that, Samson? Well, let me check something. Uh, yes, my instincts were right. We do have a website. It's explorerswanted.fm. And on there, let me see. Yes, we do have socials on Twitter. looks like we are at Explorers Wanted. On Instagram and Facebook, we are at Explorers Wanted Podcast. And I see here underneath this rock, we have a Discord. ExplorersWanted.fm slash Discord. That sounds like a great place to interact with us directly because most other social medias are hellscapes. True. Also, if you want to uh, support us, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash ExplorersWanted. Throw money at us there. We will gladly accept it. Or if you want like a little little 10% off order on Dice at Die Hard Dice, you can use our uh, Dicefiliate code, which at moment of recording is ExplorersWanted. Check the show notes just to make sure, because it might have changed. Honestly, if you can't financially support us, that's totally okay. We understand, especially in the current hell timeline that we live in. The best thing that you could do for us is to tell a friend and tell them why you like the show, why they should listen to it. Word of mouth is huge for this, especially in such a mature area of podcasts like actual plays. I know there's thousands of actual plays and there's new ones every day. So word of mouth is really how we find people. The second best thing you could do is to leave us a five-star written review on a podcast directory, specifically Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. That makes the biggest difference for people finding us. Specific reviews make the most difference so that people understand why they want to listen to it. Like I said, there's a ton of actual plays out there. So your reviews make all the difference for us in finding new listeners. If you didn't like the podcast or if you just thought it was meh, well... I want to point out that the more that we learn about plant life, the more we find signs of strange, even social behaviors and learning. In fact, it may not be so outrageous to state that there may even be a form of cognition, even if it is alien to our animal brains. And if that's the case, at what point does our definition of sentience stop? Or is the conclusion that sentience is not a state of being, but rather a spectrum of what we consider familiar. And then with that in mind, consider the vast influence the bacteria and flora of our guts affects every aspect of our lives and health. And ask yourself, what happens when we fail to live up to their expectations? What happens when they rise? I like to imagine it will begin as a tickle in our tummies, spreading fast in every direction until the surface tension of our flesh can take no more, and all our dreams, injustices, and pain are replaced by an angry red bloom of a new age. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlich, A-N-D-R-L-I-K. You find me on Twitter at Stace Windu. Tell me your favorite Blasphemous boss, if only visually. Mine is Expositos, Scion of Abjuration. And I'm at Slap Potato. Oh, that sign off was like a hellscape dream because I have like 50 plus plants in my house. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I guess I'm not sleeping. Mm. I'm Realty Unicorn on Twitter and Tea with a Unicorn on Twitch. That's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We will be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you listen to this. And bye. bye.